With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Forza Napoli podcast. This is a podcast all about Napoli, of course, but you don't have to be a Napoli fan to enjoy it. If you're a Serie A fan, if you're a football fan, looking for the inside scoop on all things Napoli, this is the place to be. I'm your host, Joe Fischetti. Thank you, as always, for listening. Today's episode is a Calcio Mercato special, and I'm joined by a guest to help me with that. He is a journalist for one of my favorite websites, Calcio Napoli 24, Claudio Russo, welcome back. Hi, Joe. Thank you for having me on your podcast again. Yeah, it's it's a pleasure for me, absolutely. I, it's, it is literally one of the sites I follow the most just because you guys cover not just the Mercato, but just all news around Napoli, whether it's you know the women's team, the Primavera, the basketball team, it's, it's all there. So it's a great spot for me to get all of my news. So... Let's get right into it because we have a lot to discuss with all of the rumors around Napoli players that are floating around there this summer. Let me start by saying that we are recording on Thursday. Uh, It's the afternoon Eastern Standard Time, which is Thursday evening for you in Italy. I mention that only because these stories change so rapidly that if the listeners are, you know, if you wait a couple of days, you might have some new information that we don't have today. And a perfect example of that is the rumors around Kaladu Koulibaly. I wasn't planning on starting with Koulibaly, but on Wednesday, Gianluca Di Marzio reported that Koulibaly's agent, Fali Ramadani, was meeting with Juventus sporting director, 
Federico Cherubini to talk about Koulibaly. At least that's what he said initially. And then both Napoli and Juve fans <laughs> went wild for a couple of hours thinking that they might be negotiating a deal. And then Di Marzio provided an update. He said that they also spoke about Nikola Milenkovic and that the Koulibaly negotiation is difficult because Koulibaly does not want to play for another Italian club. So everyone calmed down after that. But what do you make of the whole Koulibaly situation? Well, Joe, I think that we have to start with the fact that Koulibaly's contract will expire in uh, next June. So Kalidou wants to chase uh, trophies, chase victories. And I think that in this Napoli, it's a bit difficult to chase uh, trophies and cups. But uh, he has a strong bond. He has made a strong legacy here in Napoli with the fans, and not only with the club, with the fans, with the Neapolitans. Every couple of months, uh, he, go, he went onto the street uh, to make uh, the situation better for uh, the poor guys. How to say it's, it's a bit simple to say poor guys around the streets. And I think that uh, he doesn't want to renew his contract for lower salaries. At the moment, uh, he makes uh, around 6 million euros net in Napoli and De Laurentiis wants to make uh, the salary cap in Napoli more and more cheaper as we've seen with uh, Insigne, with Mertens, uh, with Ospina. The higher wages gone, then uh, he wants to lower the entire salaries uh, with the cheaper guys like Paraskelia and Matias Oliveira. About uh, Koulibaly, I think that uh, De Laurentiis at the moment, uh, at the moment, maybe tomorrow the situation will be different. Uh, I think that De Laurentiis wants to maybe, maybe to have a bid uh, for Koulibaly around uh, 35, 40 millions of euros, uh, not from Juventus, maybe Chelsea on Barcelona. Because for Juventus, uh, as we remember the Wayne deal, for Juventus, uh, at the moment, De Laurentiis likes to make uh, around 17 or 80 millions of euros. It's impossible, almost impossible, because Koulibaly will be gone for free in uh, 12 uh, months. I think that uh, Koulibaly will arrive in Dimaro Folgarida in next days, like uh, also De Laurentiis, De Laurentiis too. And I think that when De Laurentiis will meet uh, face-to-face Koulibaly, they will spoke. They will spoke because uh, De Laurentiis some uh, weeks ago told uh, in a press conference that uh, Koulibaly, like Mertens, uh, if they want to make history in Naples, they have to change their mind and not chasing Bill uh, Danaro, uh, the, the money. And the, I think it's a disrespectful for uh, what they have done in Napoli. But we have to respect De Laurentiis' uh, ideas. Maybe we cannot uh, make uh, any sense about it, but we have to respect. So I think that about Koulibaly, De Laurentiis maybe wants to make Koulibaly explain to fans that he wants to go out. And if there is only the UN offer, I think that De Laurentiis' idea is to make Koulibaly all the blame about the transfer. 
Iwain had a release closer, Koulibaly no. And I think that uh, if De Laurentiis uh, wants to make money and there is also there is only the Juventus offer, hmm, I think it's very risky to accept because uh, in Naples uh, he hasn't, hasn't so much love about him. And maybe to sell a symbol, an idol like Koulibaly to, to Juventus uh, wouldn't make uh, the situation very good for him. At the moment, it's not the perfect situation. Yeah, for sure. I, I've seen the, you know, there's the reports about the price tag. There have also been reports, though, that De Laurentiis might make an exception to his rule in terms of the salary. Do you think there's any possibility that Koulibaly could be extended? Uh, absolutely, yes. Absolutely, yes. We have to expect uh, a meeting from De Laurentiis and Koulibaly because for him, I think it's more simple to uh, substitute uh, Mertens, Insigne, Ospina or other players than Koulibaly. At the moment, if we have to make a name of to substitute Koulibaly but not lower the technical uh, level in Napoli, we have to think about Virgil van Dijk from Liverpool. That's it. So it's a dream. <laughs> okay. Uh, so to extend Koulibaly's contract, I think that uh, De Laurentiis wants to make a try. Wants to make a try also because uh, Spal- Luciano Spalletti has to. Um, he has uh, more patience than uh, some other type of person because uh, uh, he has seen uh, Insigne, Mertens, Ospina. Uh, some important players leave, leaving Napoli. So to lose uh, also Koulibaly, I wouldn't expect that uh, maybe he could uh, go crazy. Could go crazy. Uh, but uh, I think that only for Koulibaly, Napoli will will break uh, the salary cap. Because uh, the ideas of the Laurentiis are that uh, new players and uh, new contract for uh, players at the moment uh, in the club is to make around uh, 3.5 million euros uh, per year. Koulibaly makes uh, seven, six, uh, sorry, at the moment. And I think that um, De Laurentiis could make an offer about uh, five millions uh, and another million in bonuses for him to make six. And uh, I think that is a, a good offer. A good offer Maybe it's not the highest offer because Chelsea would like to offer him um, more than 9 million uh, euros per year. I think it's uh, it's a Koulibaly choice. It's a Koulibaly's choice because uh, if he wants to stay, he has to make a statement because uh, at the moment, uh, Koulibaly doesn't speak. Uh, De Laurentiis doesn't speak. Spalletti will speak uh, in two days uh, on Saturday in the of Algarida, surely he, he will say something strong about Koulibaly. We have to expect. We have to wait. We have to wait because uh, until De Laurentiis will meet with Koulibaly, we can talk about everything. You have talked about, about uh, the Juventus meeting with Fadi Ramadani, about Milenkovic, about Koulibaly. I think that at the moment, if we don't know any public move from the Laurentiis or Koulibaly, the fans, they could think everything. So we have to make uh, the situation clear. Then 
we can talk about uh, a possible move of Kolibali, any substitute, Milenkovic, Senesi, Kim, Minjai from Fenerbahce, or other players. We have to make the situation very, very clear. And the third possibility, which is the one that personally what I think will happen, is that like Insignia, he just plays the final year of his contract, and then he's free to choose whoever he wants to play for next season. Maybe Barcelona. I mean, there's been lots of talks about Javi's request for him at Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. Not only not only Barcelona. Maybe also Juventus could think about uh, about a move uh, for free in uh, in a year because if De Laurentiis says that uh, Juventus have to pay the double, uh, then Barcelona or Chelsea, Juventus could could think, okay, okay, I will wait. I will bring Koulibaly in for free. Then, uh, goodbye De Laurentiis, goodbye Napoli. Uh, but I don't think that De Laurentiis wants a future like this. But I think also Koulibaly, because I think that Koulibaly has made a strong legacy here in Napoli. Stronger than Higuain's. And uh, Higuain, here in Napoli, is not uh, very loved by the fans. Koulibaly, if uh, he goes to Juventus, I think the, that he would make uh, a... How to say? Uh, in Italy, we say, we say figuraccia. We say he, he will lose his pride, his, his face in front of Napoli's fans. Because I mm-hmm. think, Koulibaly, you have said every month, every year that you love Napoli, you love Napolitan fans, uh, you, you love the city, uh, you have made uh, some great things uh, outside the pitch, then you will go to Juventus from a technical point of view. Okay, Juventus maybe have more chance to win some Scudettos or Cups. Okay, but uh, in front of the fans, uh, I think uh, he might be losing his face, sure. I agree. I think we just all hope that wherever he ends up, it's just anywhere but Juventus. (laughs) Let's move on to uh, Dries Mertens. His contract expired on the 30th of June, so he is officially without a club, but the club hasn't made any farewell posts on social media which is what most clubs do when they know for sure they're not going to extend the player. We saw that with Bellotti and Torino, with you know, a couple of Juventus players, Bernardeschi, Morata. But we haven't seen anything with Mertens, which suggests that perhaps the negotiations are still ongoing. What do you think will happen with Mertens? Well, that is the point. Uh, no farewell from Napoli, from De Laurentiis, and from Mertens. But I think that they will have to make a statement to White Koulibaly. Also, if Napoli or Mertens doesn't want to renew the contract to make a new deal, I think they have to make uh, a public move. They have to say, Andres Mertens will not return, I will not sign a new contract with Napoli, to make fans uh, more calm. Because at the moment, uh, they will go crazy about... um, Koulibaly, they will go crazy about uh, Spin and Mertens. They will go crazy about uh, every other stuff about the team, about the club, and uh, about Mertens. I think that at the moment, uh, De Laurentiis' position is more good than uh, Dries' position. 
because uh, Riz made uh, a request to Napoli, a contract uh, about uh, 2.4 million per year and uh, 1.6 million bonus at the sign and uh, about uh, 0.8 million for the lawyers that uh, are working with him. So I think that De Laurentiis uh, maybe is, um, is open to a return, but for the wage he wants to offer. Because uh, some months ago, there were some reports about uh, um, 1.2, 1.5 million per year for Mertens. And it's not uh, very high. If we compare with 4 million per year that he has made in the last two years. I don't know if, he, if it's only a technical or economical point of view. Maybe also a personal bond between the Laurentiis and Mertens. Because uh, if we remember uh, Napoli, Salzburg, uh, the post game in the Champions League uh, with the, the ammutinamento from players, Mertens and Insigne, like Alan, they were the leaders of the group. So maybe the Laurentiis uh, could think about a new idea of team without uh, the the older leaders, the old leaders. Not Colibali, but Insigne, Mertens uh, and the others, uh, the other players that uh, are gone uh, from the team. I think that uh, the fact that Mertens doesn't have uh, so many offers abroad, the Olympic Marseille or other players, from a technical point of view, lower clubs than Napoli is a strong point for Napoli. But at the moment, I don't know if Napoli really wants to bring back uh, Mertens. If they want to, they will make surely an, a lower offer than the 2.4 requested by, by the Ritzer. And I don't know if it's only an economical choice for Ritzer, but uh, if we see the players without the contract, Dybala, uh, Mertens, uh, Bernardeschi, and uh, we see what Insigne has done to choose Toronto and the highest salary in MLS, I think that Insigne made this really smart move. And uh, maybe the other players that wants to make more money because they are free out of contract, it's not the smartest because after COVID, years, uh, uh, clubs uh, doesn't have uh, so many money to bring some kind of players uh, in the 30s out of a contract. So the last contract of the, of the their careers will not be the highest contract of their careers. So Napoli at the moment, like other clubs, have the, have so much leverage in the things like this. There have also been reports that he wants assurances about playing time because the World Cup is coming up. Does that factor into the negotiations as well, besides the economic factor, but wanting to make sure that he, he can play more than he did last season? Well, I think that uh, with Spalletti, Dries Mertens will not have minutes uh, time uh, of playing uh, that Dries uh, had with Maurizio Sarri. 
because of his physical point of view with the, the system of playing of Spalletti, the 4-2-3-1. Spalletti doesn't want to play with Mertens and Ospen because uh, from a tactical point of view, Napoli will not have a strong midfielder. Uh, we have seen uh, in Empoli, Napoli, if you remember, Mertens was playing with those men, but um, with Anguissa and Fabian had to cover a really, really... On the pitch, they were all lonely. They were lonely because Mertens is a striker, is a forward, is not a midfielder. So uh, yes, to chase... Uh, the, the other players uh, around the pitch uh, and uh, Anguissa and Fabian were only uh, in front of uh, three or four uh, midfielders of, of Empoli. So, from a tactical point of view, Spalletti will not play in for um, a great time. And I think that also Mertens has to know that uh, at his age, he has uh, 35, he cannot play the 100% of games he has to play maybe all the games but for 30 minutes for 40 minutes uh, maybe yeah, you have uh, you play one game out of three from the starting lineup if he wants to play 30 games from uh, first minute he will not play Spalletti doesn't see him as a striker like Cosiman for his style of playing. If he, if Spalletti change from 4-2-3-1 to 3-4-2-1, uh, like we saw in uh, Napoli Atalanta, Mertens will have a chance to start as a striker. But if he wants to start every game behind Cosiman with Quaraschelia or Lozano on the, on the wings, uh, he, he will not play. Surely he will not play. Okay, so we'll come back to the strikers because there's lots of rumors around Osiman and Petania as well. But I want to move next to the goalkeepers. Let's start with David Ospina. Like Mertens, his contract expired on the 30th of June. There's lots of reports that he's going to sign with Saudi club Al Nasser for three and a half, four million euros per season. But neither club has made an official announcement yet either. Is there any chance that Ospina could stay, or is that pretty much a done deal with Al Nasser? No, Ospina will not stay. Ospina will not stay because uh, he asked for a 3 million per year salary to Napoli. And uh, Napoli doesn't want to spend so much money on a goalkeeper, like 3 million per year. But... Uh, Luciano Spalletti had to sacrifice uh, some players because uh, he likes very much uh, David Spina. He likes his style of play with fit much more than Alex Meret. He made a statement uh, on Sky Italia about uh, his idea of a goalkeeper. And I think that he will uh, confirm that statement uh, in two days when he will make... Uh, the first press conference in the map. I think that Ospina wanted to stay here in Napoli, but uh, at his condition, uh, in this condition, in for three million uh, salary per year, a raise from 
is uh, all the 1.8 millions per year contract. Napoli surely would not uh, ever accept it. There is also, if we talk about Ospina, we cannot talk uh, also about Alex Meret. Because, Joe, if we think about Alex Meret uh, work uh, with uh, his feet, we know that Meret uh, doesn't play like Ospina. And for Spalletti, is uh, so important to have a goalkeeper that... Uh, as a good technique, a good, um, good style of play with fit. But Ospina is older than Meret. Ospina had an expiring contract, while Alex Meret has a contract that will expire in a year. At the moment, um, there are talks about a new contract for Alex Meret until 2027. But uh, from an economical point of view, the contract... Uh, has not been signed at the moment yet. Maybe it will be signed in Dimaro, but from two weeks there are some news about uh, this new contract. But I don't know if uh, Alex Meret is the, the ideal goalkeeper for Napoli because um, Spalletti has made a really strong statement on Sky Italia and uh, he likes a goalkeeper that is not Alex Meret as a style of play. And I don't know if uh, for Alex Meret that wants to be the number one goalkeeper, the starting goalkeeper for all the season, to have a coach that doesn't like you at best, I don't know if uh, it's uh, the ideal situation for Meret to stay here. Also because uh, if Spalletti doesn't like him uh, very much, Maybe a substitute like, I don't know, Salvatore Sidigu, an international goalkeeper on expiring contract that has experience, international experience, has played very good also on Genoa that went down in Serie B. Maybe Meret will have, a, how to say, a monkey behind him, as we say in Italy, because at his first error, Fans will mumble about him, uh, let uh, Sirigu play, let Meret go on to, on to the bench. I don't know. Meret, maybe he will stay also because he has a salary that in Serie A, I don't know how many clubs uh, could afford. Because Meret uh, surely doesn't play for relegation teams or uh, teams that uh, will not uh, play international cups, the Europa League, Conference League, or Champions League, surely. So, at the moment, it's like a situation that uh, could bring Meret to sign a new contract, only because Napoli is the best situation for him. But I don't know if the real situation here in Napoli with Luciano Spalletti would be the best fit for him. Yeah, and there are a lot of rumors still about other goalkeepers. I don't know how realistic some of them are. I mean, it looks like Luis Maximiano is about to sign for Lazio, so he's kind of off the list. We've seen Kaylor Navas, but he's 35 years old and he makes 8 million euros for PSG. So if you do that, you might as well have just kept Ospina. So I don't see that happening. But then we've seen Chelsea's Kappa and Monchengladbach's Jan Sommer. So it makes me wonder whether 
even the club is not sure whether Meret is the number one and maybe even this contract extension could be just to increase his trade value, his transfer fee, if they still decide to sell him to another club. You mentioned Sidigu. I would have expected him to be coming in more as a, you know, as a second keeper. Yeah, there's been links to, you know, Golini, Tatrasanu, and others. Do you think those links might be as the actual number one? I think that Sirigu is the best fit for Napoli because for his age, because for his uh, his old teams, uh, we have to say Sirigu in last years played for Torino and Genoa, and not the, the, the greatest clubs in Italy. So from a perspective of career, to sign with Napoli would be the best uh, idea to also end his career because he's also old if we think of him uh, he will be 36 uh, in January so I think that uh, Napoli could be a great uh, situation for him we know that uh, Napoli has contacted uh, his entourage, his agent last week but there isn't an offer for him and I think that is related to Alex Meret because for Meret, okay, he has only one year left on his contract and his trade value is not very high. Torino made an offer for 9 million new years and I don't think that Alex Meret, that is a European winner and a young guy, a young goalkeeper that could be the goalkeeper of a team for 10 years to make a 9 million euros uh, trade value. I don't think that's it's so fair for him, for Napoli. So you talked about the Lix Maximiano of Granada, Keylor Navas, Kepa. I think that uh, there are names that Napoli has to think uh, if uh, they want to sell also Meret. Meret too. Maybe a second keeper on loan, uh, like uh, last year they made uh, the Angista deal uh, on loan from Fulham. If they think about a goalkeeper like uh, these names, I could think that they want to sell also Meret. But at the moment, nobody has a, a really high number of situations they have to, to deal. Kulibadi. Meret, Mertens, Politano, Demme, there are a lot of players they could sell and could replace with other names on the market. Another one that, speaking of players that uh, they're dealing with, is Fabian Ruiz. It seems like the club has been trying to extend him for a while, but he was never interested in extending his contract. By all accounts, he wants to return to Spain and play in La Liga. But it doesn't seem like too many offers are coming in. Do you think Napoli will be able to sell Fabian before the end of the summer? Or could he be another player that just plays out his contract and then walks away for free at the end of the season? I think the second idea is the, the good idea. Because uh, it's fair to say that uh, clubs will uh, attend, uh, will, will wait uh, six months to make an offer for Fabian for free. Because at the moment, Fabian doesn't want to renew his contract. In last two years, 
Napoli and his eyes uh, never made real talks about uh, a new contract. Napoli's will would be would have been to make uh, a new contract with the race and the release clause uh, a low release clause about uh, 25 30 millions of euros as to see okay Fabian you will renew your contract then you will be free to bring us an offer for your release clause then you will say goodbye to another team and uh, Napoli will make uh, a good uh, income uh, of a million, a million of euros but Fabian doesn't want Fabian doesn't want at the moment Fabian doesn't want to renew his contract but there are no offers for him no offers because Napoli wants to make around I think that uh, 30 millions would be a good offer that Napoli could accept but at the moment Beyond the crisis of clubs, economic uh, crisis of clubs, it's difficult to think uh, a club uh, would make an offer like 30 millions for a player that in uh, one year will be gone for free. Not that uh, it's impossible to see an offer for a player with an expiring contract, because if we talk about Kudbali, uh, we could uh, think about uh, an offer. But Ibali is one of the best uh, defenders in the world. Fabian is a really, really good player. But uh, there are uh, so many midfielders like him, maybe younger. So it's uh, it's more uh, more probable that uh, we will uh, see Fabian leaving for free in uh, 2023. But uh, Napoli is keen to wait offers. Napoli at the moment every player of Napoli is on the market but I don't see so many offers from these players maybe in a month maybe when we will approach the end of the transfer market season we will bring we will talk about uh, offers that will be lower than real value of players Maybe some clubs will expect that Napoli will be ready to sell, to send players away, players that don't want to sign any contract or they want to have more space that Spalletti will not bring to them. Do you think that if Fabian refuses to sign a, a contract with a release clause that he could be frozen out of the club like Milik was? For me, it's uh, the baddest idea in uh, De Laurentiis uh, era because uh, it doesn't have any sense. Fabian is one of the one of the best players in Napoli, one of the I think top ten uh, midfielders in the, in Serie A in Calcio. I don't see uh, any sense to frozen him uh, out of the team. Uh, to maybe train alone uh, like uh, Milik uh, uh, have done uh, some years ago. I don't think that also Spalletti could think about uh, a move, uh, not really smart move, uh, clever move uh, like this. Hey, we can expect anything from De Laurentiis, anything. Some years ago, if you remember, in front of fans in Dimaro, he was signing uh, autographs on the t-shirts 
and he said, uh, I am your Cavani to the fans. I, I don't think that, uh, okay, he's a man uh, who made the uh, cinema history here in Italy. So we can expect anything from, uh, he, he's an actor, he's an actor. So we can expect also a, a coup of theater from him. But I, I, I don't see any, any sense to make a move like this with, with Fabian. Okay, he doesn't want to resign to sign. Okay, bring also Koulibaly or other players uh, onto the bench. Not only Fabian. Yeah, I don't think anyone will, will ever forget that quote. Io sono vostro Cavani. <laughs> As staying in Spain, there's been a few rumors of players potentially joining Rino Gattuso at Valencia. You mentioned Politano and Demme, but Valencia is in a, a pretty difficult financial situation. Do you think either of those players will move to Valencia? Uh, well, we have to wait uh, also on Politano and Demme because Valencia is in financial trouble. Really, really bad situation. And uh, at the moment, uh, Valencia have offered to Napoli a simple loan with an option to buy for Politano. Double, Napoli doesn't want uh, things like this. They might uh, expect an offer for a, a full deal at the moment, not a loan. Then uh, their second option to sell Politano is a, a loan uh, with uh, some kind of a couple of millions for the loan and a strong uh, Offer for the, the the buy at the end of the season. Napoli would be keen to accept a, an offer like this, but this offer with loan and the option to buy, yeah, not an option. Valencia will sign him on loan, and they will sign uh, at the end of the season. Politano around uh, 15, 18 millions, but Valencia is a really trouble. We told uh, today with some uh, journalists from Valencia, they said to us at Calcio 24 that Valencia is so in trouble that at the moment they have to sell players. They will have to sell uh, Soler or Gonzalo Guedes. If they cannot sell them, they will not sign Politano or them. And some situation, a situation like this also in Napoli. If Napoli doesn't sell uh, Politano or Onas, they will not sign uh, a name uh, Gerard Delofeu. So it's a situation, it's like a puzzle. It's like a puzzle. When uh, there will be the first move, then the other moves, they will be collected uh, one uh, another one. And maybe also Politano and them. Yeah, and that seems like a difficult one because uh, from what I've read, Una seems to be rejecting every offer that, that the club is getting, say, like Salernitana, for example. And it seems like Delofeu wants to join Napoli and he's willing to wait for a position to become available. But we also saw Pierpaolo Marino say that, oh, Napoli can conclude the deal. And he kind of alluded to, you know, just send us Gianluca Gaetano in return. <laughs> um, do you think that will happen? It's a bit difficult because uh, Napoli think uh, very good, very good things about Gianluca Gaetano. But if Gaetano will move, he will move in August. 
in August because uh, Luciano Spalletti surely will be study his situation uh, like uh, Zanoli situation or uh, Zerbin situation in Dimaro. I think that uh, okay, Adamunas doesn't want also to renew his contract. He has a contract for more than 1 million of euros with Napoli that will expire uh, in, in June. And I think that Unas' situation will be set uh, around uh, maybe the end of August. Because why a club uh, will have to spend uh, 5 million, 6 million of euros for a player that will be gone for free in a year? It's a trouble for every club, also for Napoli, okay? I think that uh, they will be keen to sell players that doesn't want to play with Spalletti because he wants to play more minutes. Okay, but we have to wait. I don't know if Delofeo will wait other weeks because he might be know what will be his future for a new season. Maybe other clubs will be ready to sign him. Okay, about the Udinese situation. I think that, okay, the Laurentiis and Pozzo, the chairmen, presidents uh, have token. Uh, they have uh, really good relationships. But I think that a player like Gaetano, if Udinese wants him in return, also alone, I think that Napoli has to sell Gaetano alone with an option to buy for Udinese. And another option for Napoli, an higher option to buy back uh, Gaetano. If this season uh, Gaetano will make a great championship uh, with Unice. Because I think Gaetano, in 4 2 3 1, he has a chance to make uh, the team. To make the team in Dimaro, behind those men. I don't see him uh, very good. Uh, behind uh, the three midfielders, uh, the attacking midfielders, because he has uh, some technique uh, we have seen uh, in Cremonese. At Cremonese, if Napoli really wants the Lofeu and they have to loan Gaetano to Dinese, I think Napoli will wait. Napoli will wait also because there is not uh, a real deal, a complete deal with Dinese or the Lofeu and his agent, Albert Botines. Maybe we have to wait. We have to wait that Napoli will sell Politano on us. Because Napoli, at the moment, their idea is to bring one player only after one player gone. We have seen, okay, Quaraschelia for uh, Insigne, Mattias Oliveira for uh, Gulam. They have to sign a fourth defender after Tuanzebe. They have Zanoli after McQueen, and they will sign a player only after Politano or Ronaldo will be gone. Yeah, that makes sense. And it seems like Leo Ostergaard would probably be the, the fourth center back. Uh, the other problem with Gaetano is that he would be a club-grown player, so yeah. he doesn't free up a position for Delofeo. You still need to get rid of someone like Politano or even Politano would be a an Italian grown player. So Una seems to be the guy like that you need to get rid of. Very quick, let's talk about the strikers because we're almost out of time. But we've seen rumors that OC men could be sold if a you know a hundred million euro offer comes in. 
Do you think there's any chance that a club like Bayern Munich might swoop in for Osimhen? We have to wait about Lewandowski. We have to wait about Lewandowski because Barcelona is, uh, has uh, agreed a deal with him, but Bayern Munich doesn't want to sell uh, Lewandowski to Barcelona unless for, I don't know, 40, 50 millions of euros. Okay. Then Bayern Munich could be an idea for Osimhen. Okay, from a financial point of view. I don't see Victor Osimhen as a striker for Bayern Munich for their style of play, for their style of forwards and strikers they had in the past 15 years. We could think about Miroslav Klose, Claudio Pizarro, Robert Lewandowski. They are not like Victor Osimhen from a technical point of view, tactical point of view, could be a, a strange option. But I think that uh, Bayern at the moment could be the only idea for Simen because the other uh, big clubs uh, signed uh, other uh, strikers. I think uh, Holland uh, signed Sebastian Aller from Ajax. Uh, other clubs uh, that don't play the Champions League, Ozyman doesn't think about it, about them. Uh, Arsenal or Newcastle. They financially could make a 100 euros uh, offer to Napoli. But Ozyman wants to play the Champions. wants to play the Champions League. And uh, I think that Napoli, for Koulibaly or for Ozyman, they will make a bit of sacrifice. Because uh, I don't think that a 100 million offer for Osman will arrive. It's, it's difficult to see an offer like that. Uh, if this offer will arrive, Napoli will think about it. Also for Osman, let's be clear. But to see Osman join Bayern Munich, we have to wait uh, what will be the future of Robert Lewandowski. But uh, there is one sure thing. Victor Osman wants to play the Champions League. So, teams and clubs that will not play the Champions League, Victor Osman doesn't think about it. Maybe next year we will talk about a possible move for Victor. Okay, yeah, I think the same thing. I think he'll play one more season. He said he wants to you know, be like Cavani and, and have that legacy at, at Napoli. So I think he'll stay as well. I'm going to skip over Andrea Petania because we don't have too much time and, you know, we can talk about Petania another day. But I saved two names for last, mostly because I think they're both highly unlikely, in one case, probably impossible to join Napoli. But I have to ask you, what do you make about the talk about Cristiano Ronaldo and Paulo Dybala? Well, I remember what uh, De Laurentiis said about Ronaldo when he signed for Juventus. He said that uh, he's, uh, he's not a smart move to spend so much money on a single player. But wow, he's Ronaldo. He's Cristiano Ronaldo. He's maybe the best striker, one of the best strikers of the last uh, 50 years. I will bring Cristiano Ronaldo on my shoulders uh, if it uh, could be a, a real chance. But he's... Uh, is only a dream, okay? He wants to play uh, out of Manchester United. He wants to play the Champions League. It's uh, simple. It's easy to see what kind of players uh, will play the Champions League and for his agents so, or entourage to 
send messages uh, for the press, uh, well, these teams could be uh, an option to an idea, to an offer that there is a see, as we talk uh, here in Italy. About Paolo Di Bala, well, at the moment, he's uh, really close to Inter. Maybe he will join in uh, next days, in, in the next day, next week. Napoli has made a contact with Dybala. But to know what the situation is at the moment, okay, Paolo, you will sign with uh, Inter, you will sign for another club. What are your conditions to sign uh, with the club? At the moment, he's uh, really close to join Inter. Maybe he will join. But we can say that if in, uh, I don't know, 50 days, uh, Bala is uh, again out of contract, uh, is uh, not joining any team, maybe Napoli could uh, talk about a possible move. It's uh, really, really, really difficult, almost impossible, okay? Because um, Bala's salary is uh, more, is like Koulibaly, 6 million per year. And the salary for Napoli, I said uh, before, they would be 3.5 million per year. But I think that De Laurentiis, okay, he's an actor. Dybala would be the perfect coup for him. Also to make a, a new bond with the fans. They don't love him. Okay, it's almost impossible. Okay, let's be clear, but... If Cristiano Ronaldo is a complete dream for Napoli, Paolo Di Bala, I don't know, in a few months could be an option. But I am sure that he will sign with Inter, not maybe in next days, maybe in some weeks he will join Inter. But that uh, Napoli has made a contact with Di Bala's uh, entourage is almost sure. Only to see, okay, what is your situation at the moment and what will be with your future. Yeah, and I think the other issue seems to be with all clubs that they're negotiating with is uh, the fees that his agent, Jorge Antun, is, is asking for. So that's another another obstacle. Okay, before we wrap it up, have you heard of any rumors that the public might not be aware of at the moment? There is one, uh, one thing about uh, this Spalletti stuff. Because Daniele Baldini left Napoli some uh, months ago. At the moment, Francesco Calzona, a former collaborator, former friend of Maurizio Sarri, could join Slovakia national team. They have to sign a new trainer. And uh, Francesco Calzona is a strong uh, candidate because Marek Amsic said to National uh, Federation of Slovakia to sign him. Calzona will be keen to train uh, a national team, a team in first uh, position. Yeah, he had um, to make a career to assistant coach to Sarri or other, uh, or Spalletti or other trainers. So it could be a, a first time for Calzona to be the first coach. I think that uh, it's a situation we have to deal with for some weeks. Because uh, if there is an offer, Calzona would be keen to accept. And Spalletti would find another assistant because after Baldini, he might uh, lose uh, also Calzona. So it's a situation that we have uh, to deal with. 
Okay, that's interesting. That's something we'll uh, we'll have to keep an eye on then. All right, that is where we'll leave it. Claudio, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Thank you to you, Joe. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Might be my English might not be the, the best English in the world, but uh, it's a really a uh, pleasure for me to speak in English about Napoli for English fans, uh, and I will enjoy the next uh, the next podcast. Uh, you will invite uh, me, and so let's wait. Absolutely. We're happy to have you on whenever you call me, whenever you want to speak in English, you let me know and we'll, we'll bring you on. There's a long way to go before the transfer window ends. So I'm sure we're going to see a lot more rumors and you can find all your Calcio Mercato news at calcionapoli24.it. You can find really, like I said, not just transfer rumors, all your Napoli news uh, is available on that site. You can find Claudio on Twitter at Claudio Rus. So it's Claudio Russo without the O at the end. And you can find me on Twitter at Joe underscore Fischetti5. You can find the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Patreon at Forza Napoli Pod. I will be back with another episode soon. But until then, I'm Joe Fischetti. Forza Napoli sempre. Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.